Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Kane Said. And I'm your host, Kane Bradfield. Y'all know my slogan, the fame is free, but the grind costs, baby. Yo, listen, man, I got my dog in the house, man. Got my dog in the house. We're going to talk a little football. We're going to talk a little turkey, man. How you doing, man? I'm good, baby. It's good to be here. Yeah, hey, man, let the people know who you are, man. Hey, I'm, just, I'm Matt Neighbors. I'm the uh, co-offensive coordinator, director of college football recruiting at the Heritage School. Newton, Georgia, man. Newton, Georgia, baby. Hey, man, listen, man. Let me tell you something, man. It's a pleasure to have you, you know what I'm saying, on with me today, big dogs. We can do is, you know what I'm doing, a little chit and chat, man. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, man. We go way back. We go way back, baby. You know what I mean? So, big dog, listen, let's talk about, you know what I'm saying, your story of of, of you getting into the football. You know what I'm saying, man? When did that start for you, man? Oh, man. So, uh, I played at Callaway. Okay. Uh, you know, I graduated in 06. Uh, I played for uh, Coach Giddens for three years. I played for Coach Wiggins for one year. Okay. Okay. Uh, after that, I kind of, you know, played around a little bit. I got into mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts? Yeah. Man, I remember them days, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, So. I man, did. you and uh, Isaac. Yeah, that's, that's one of my best friends, man. Shout out that. to Isaac, man. I love that guy, man. He's yeah. my wedding. He's, man, he's one of my best friends. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, me and him, uh, we got started in that stuff kind of together. And uh, okay. I rode on that little train for about five years. And while I was doing it, though, I was still – I got into coaching Little League football, Little Kids. Yeah. And, you know, I coached, uh, coached a little Vikings team. Uh uh-huh. you know, I coached them. You uh, and Lance? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I coached them off. What up, Lance? Lance? Lance, my guy. He's good. Yeah. Dude. Uh, but, yeah, we coached them off and on, and, you know, I got to a point where um, I, I was doing both of them half the year, and I, I knew I kind of needed to – I either need to go all in on this football deal, kind of yeah. pursue it, or, uh, you know, stick with the MMA stuff. So I had my last fight in 2012. Mm-hmm. Went out with so, a dub. So, so okay. So, Shout, okay. Shout out to the dub, like. Yeah, yeah. So, look, 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 big dog. Let me stop it right down, man. First of all, man, how did you fall in love with – MMA, man. You know, how did man, that come about? I don't know, man. I'm one of these crazy dudes, dog, that that somehow lights get hit in the face. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I like that, that type of stuff didn't bother me. And it's the best adrenaline rush you'll ever get. Really? Oh, my God, man. Like, you got, like I would go back and do it today if I didn't have to lose 50 pounds. Right. You know? Yo, but, yo, I'm going to tell you what's crazy, though, man. I remember, man, when, um, man, Isaac did a, uh, a sparring section. Mm-hmm. But not the punch. We were doing the, the grappling yeah, on yeah. the ground. Bro, you get pooped out. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. The best shape I've ever been in my life. Man, you get pooped out. I remember that. I like. I remember I said, boy, I'm fatigued, man. Let's stop for a minute. Man, like, it, it's rough, dog. And, you know, the, some of, I tell some of these kids and stuff, you know, they don't believe that I did it. You know, they'll see pictures of me back. Yeah. Man, I'm shredded now. Man, right, man, right. That ain't you. Yeah. Like, that's, me. <laughs> that's me. But it was, uh, I mean, it is. It was an unbelievable experience. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Like I said, if, if if it wasn't for losing the fifty pounds, you'll jump I'd on do again it right now. <laughs> I love it. Right, 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 uh, right. Yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. I did it all the way up in two thousand twelve. Lost. I, I won my last fight when I on dub, and I kind of went all in on this football deal. So you had to. Last thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so now as far as football, I know you did it. You know, like I said, you and Lance. You know, what I'm saying so that was your first taste of coaching football when you did little league. It was, yeah. And you know, we were really successful with little yeah. league thing. You know, I. I think we won. We won one state championship in that little turkey bowl deal, mm-hmm. uh, and then we won three textile bowls, uh, which is you know in Lagrange is a big right. deal. So uh, we did really good with that. Coached a lot of really good kids that have, have came through. Yeah, you know. Uh, so 
uh, that was a really cool experience building relationships with those guys. Right. Uh, I loved it, man. I, I can't can't complain. Can't change that. Okay, okay. So what came next then? So so after that, you know, we did the little MMA thing. Got after that last fight, and uh, I just kind of started reaching out about uh, high school jobs, trying yeah. to get in on just the staff and and uh, you know as a community coach because right. I, I didn't uh, I hadn't finished my degree at that time. Right. And uh, so I started applying. I applied everywhere. You know, them a little driving range. Well, uh, Greenville calls me. Okay. So you know, uh, Coach Farley was there at the time. I think. Uh, he called me up, and crazy thing is, I come in. You know, I never coached high school football in my life. Right. You know, I didn't think, I didn't think anything of it. Well, yeah. He, he hires me as the offense coordinator off the rip, like straight from little league like, football. Come here, straight from little league football. <laughs> so you know, I'm thinking, man, you know, I'm, I got this dog. This, this is fun. This is yeah. crazy. Yeah. So you know, we go out first year. Man, go one and nine. <laughs> no, we were terrible. Like you know, and I and I I couldn't tell you at the time what all. One technique was, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, three technique. I didn't know none of that stuff. I remember right. Little League. I sh- he shouldn't have put me in that situation, right. but, but, you know, I'm but, glad he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, it gave you a little something, though. No doubt, no yeah. doubt. And it kind of helped me out in future future uh, situations. But, yeah. uh, you know, that next year, man, I was like, man, I can't do this no more. I'm, I'm a competitor, so I hate losing. So uh, I went out, went to all these clinics. I went up to uh, Gainesville uh, to – uh, with Bruce Miller, you know, uh, the head coach of Gainesville, when Deshaun Watson was there. Okay. And uh, I went up there for a week and uh, kind of watched him and, and seen uh, Deshaun was practicing and just see, got their whole offense. And uh, I came back and stalled that whole offense. And uh, that next year, uh, we started out 3-0. and Green was ranked top 10 in the state. Uh, we, we were scorching. I think we were averaging, you know, close to 40 a game. Wow, it was early. And uh, made it to the second round of playoffs that year. We lost to Marion. First time Green, last time Green was been to the playoffs. Really? Was it 2014? So, mm. uh, coached some really good kids, man. A lot of guys that uh, that were, that I still have relationships with. Um, but it was a cool place, man. You know, it's different. Green right. was different. Right. So, you know, uh, you know, shout out to Coach Wynn, too, man. Like I, he's doing a great job there. He's he's a friend of mine, doing a hell of a job at that place. Man, that's what's up, man. Uh, so then we go from there. Okay. So we leave. So I, I kind of was like, yeah, you know, I don't really like doing this little commute. Let me see if I can get in Troop County because I'm still living in Troop County. Yeah. So uh, I talked to, talked to Wiggins. I, I think I sent – I think head coach of Troop at that time was Kendall. Okay. I think. And Coach uh, uh, Burks was at uh, LaGrange. Okay. And I sent all them off, and, and he hit me back. He called me that night. Uh, he said he wanted to talk, so I go over there and talk to him. Um and uh, he hires me as a quarterback coach. Okay. 2015. I was Jack, man. Loved it. Uh, Jay Floyd was the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And uh, unbelievable dude, man. He turned out to be one of – he's one of my best friends right now. Me and him still talk. Uh, great dude. Taught me a ton. And Coach Burst taught me a ton, too. That Most dude, definitely, man. That dude is – he is by far the best wide receiver coach I've ever seen. Most definitely. Unreal. That dude's unreal. I sign off on that. Like, that, that dude will sit there, and and he'll spend three days on their stance. I ain't ever seen nothing like it. You know, like, I, I try telling the guys that coach receivers for me now that, like, dude, you, I got to get you in touch, Coach Burst. Yeah. Like, he'll get you right. Yeah. Yeah, because he set that bar high, man. Yeah, the unbelievable uh, wide receiver guy. And uh, so I coached with him that year. Uh we were really good. That was the year we had LaPerrion's, LaPerrion's junior year. Man, I remember that boy. I was like one of my sons, man. I loved that kid. I coached him when he was little. That's mm. the crazy part. I coached, played for me when I was, when he was little. And uh, I think he had like 3,500 yards of offense that year, you know, by himself. Uh, it was really – I mean, he's a 
he's one of the best players I've ever coached, and it was a, it was a blessing to have him. Yeah. Um, and uh, so we end up, you know, we we started out really hot that year. I think it was three or four and oh, had Lagrange back ranked. Yep. And then we kind of fell off because he started getting hurt and banged up because he was mm. just a little guy taking a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we ended up getting, I think, in a play-in game or something for the playoffs, and he couldn't play. Man. I'll tell you a funny story, though. Funny story about the period. For people that want to know how a competitor that dude is. Let me get it. All right, so he's out in this play-in game. Uh, he had broke his big toe the week before. Mm. And for a kid like him, like, hey, you can't do anything. You can't right. run. And, uh, and he's devastated. We don't tell we can't we don't find out he can't play till probably two hours for the game. because um, it's a play in game. Like we play Saturday and we had to come in and play the play in game Monday. Mm. That was one of them deals. And uh so he's you know, he's distraught. I talk him down, all this type of stuff. Well, uh we get on bus, we go down to Harris County, three teams playing in Harris County. And uh Perry Perry done snuck his stuff on the bus. <laughs> no man. Snuck his stuff on the bus, yeah. So we go out and I think we lose the first little half, so we had to play the next team in a half to get into the playoffs. And, uh, man, we're down like 40 seconds left in the game. We had to score. And uh, I look over, man, and this cat's full dressed. Ready to go. Me. He's like, Coach, I'm ready to go. I'm good to go. Let's go. Ready and to I'm go. I'm like, dog, we can't. We can't. Man, right. can't right. like, I want kid, you to. People don't realize how big of a, of a pit bull that kid yeah. is, man. Most like, definitely, hey, man. Like, he could. He demands respect, man. I, I love that kid, man. And I think, you know, he got he broke his leg in the spring game at West Georgia this year. Had to have surgery. Uh, uh, so, I think um, if he can get healthy, uh, he'll have a shot at the league. Most ball, definitely, man. Especially He's special. Yeah. He's special, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you know, we do that deal. So, I, I'm there for a year. And the opportunity arose to go to Callaway, where I played at. You know, I had a, I had a good friend of mine that was coaching over there. He reached out to me because their running back coach was leaving. And uh, he said, you know, I talked to him for you, and I talked. I, I went and talked to Coach Wiggins, uh, and uh, he hired me on as a running backs coach. And you know, my whole thing was, I was like, I want to do the recruiting there. Mm. That was my whole thing uh, because I felt like you know a lot of kids that kind of fell under the radar at Callaway, and uh, I felt like I could do a really good job with that stuff. Yeah, you know, something I I kind of had a passion for it. I wanted to do. Uh, so I go over there, uh, 2016, those running backs. Uh, had DJ Atkins. That was the year Callaway made it to the semis. Yeah, I remember them year, though. Uh, yeah, we lost, uh, I think we lost Benedictine in the uh, semis. And uh, DJ, 2,300 20, yards rushing. That's crazy. Another one of my Mount Rushmore guys, man. I love that kid. Wow. Great player. Uh, he's not playing anymore. He's actually boxing. Really? Head <laughs> crazy. He's in the boxing now. Uh, but he played at Western Carolina. Really good player. Uh, go into the net. That was Tank's freshman year. Okay. You know, and, and uh, people know the, the history of me. Him, uh, I mean, that kid's like my son. Talk to him all the time. Talk to him the other day. Uh, but he's about to light Akron up today. But he ready, boy. Way, so. You know he ready. Uh, you know he ready. No, he just dropped his little uh, website. Too, I saw man. that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a cool little deal, man. Y'all got to get on there and get that merch. Yeah, man. man. He got some nice little merch. Hey, man, listen, man. Listen, I tell everybody, man, if you can, take advantage of what they offer him right now. No, you no. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Put your good system together, and I think he got a good system. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? To where he can benefit. He did. Yeah, you his, know mom, what I'm saying? his mom reached out to me and. She wanted to, you know, what was the best avenue for him to go and all that good, stuff. Because there's good. a lot of people that are that are hustling. And I'm about to say, man, a lot of people out there trying to trying to get over at the same time. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, they hustling those kids and and uh, but she got him. He's with some good people. Perfect. Uh, I know man. he had he had actually talked to LeBron James's 
representatives. Wow. About all that stuff. So I don't know if he ever ended up with them or not, but whoever he's with did a good job with his branding and all that stuff. He's got some cool little merch. So people need good, to look man. at that. Shout out to Tank, man. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to my guy. He's going to go kill it. Today. Man, for sure. But uh, So had him his freshman year. I knew he was going to be a special kid. Told him that. Told his mom that. Uh, you know, just trust me with him. Next year, uh, so, uh, that was his sophomore year. I had DJ back. So I had both of those cats in the back. Oh, my gosh. Um, and, you know, we were really good. We ended up playing, going to Brooks County. And then, you know, go back to 16. I think we signed. That was the first year that I was there. I signed a class. First ever signing class I had. We signed five kids. Four out of the five were Division One guys. Mm. And, uh, and we'll get on the recruiting stuff in yeah, a little yeah. bit. I'll yeah, tell yeah. you a little bit about that. But uh, goes to 2017. We go to the quarters. Lost to Brooks County. Brooks County's a different beast, man. I went down there. I still have nightmares about that game. For real, big dog. Yeah, me and uh, <laughs> I think we had like negative 33 yards. Off what? Or something. Uh, so that, that was great with all the cats we had. Mm-hmm. And uh, that then that that signing class, which was DJ and uh, DQ Wilkerson, Sean Terrell, all those guys, I think we signed 16 in that class. That was the biggest class Callaway had ever had, signing class, and it was up there in Troop County in the top class in Troop County history. Uh, then we go to Tank's junior year, and that was when he kind of went off. That's That uh, 2017 year, we had three guys that rushed for 1,000 yards. Oh, was there. Uh, DJ, Tank, and uh, Quay Hines. Quay Hines is a really good player. Uh, and then, you know, we go to Tank's junior year. I had Tank and Quay back. Um, that was the year we lost to Rockmart in the semis. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I – Still feel like we, we kind of got hosed in that game on yeah. some calls, uh, but we were better than them. That was if we had we would have won that game. Uh, I, I 110 percent believe we would have waxed her for real. Big nuts, big nuts. You believe that? Yeah, there ain't no doubt. I think they know it too. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, but you know, we, we they Rockmore beat us. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but Tank had an unbelievable year that year. I think he ran for 2,500 yards. That was kind of the year that got him on the map, even though he had kind of blew up before then in recruiting. Uh, and you know him and Quay. Yeah. Quay had a great year that year too. You know yep. I'll never forget we played Hateville in the second round that year. You know Hateville number one in state. Everybody thought we was about to get killed, and we ran for like five hundred yards. That's crazy. I don't think I don't think Demetrius ever even threw the ball. The whole game. Really? No. He I mean he held. He Turn had, and give. It was tanking tanking Quay all night. Both of them ran for over two hundred yards. I think. Wow. And uh, so it was it was a it was a really special year. Uh, during that time, you know, all this during this time that. From uh, 2015 to nine, to 18, I was get I went back to college to finish my degree. Okay, so I was like, you know, I got to do this for a living. That's the only way I can ever be a head coach too. Yeah, you know, to get my degree because that, that was my ultimate goal. And uh, so uh, I finished my degree. You know, right after 2018, and you know, Coach Wiggins and knew that going in. But you know, I like I, I need like, yeah. a job. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, I can't stay here for that because that's people that don't know about coaching. You know, ninety. Ninety percent of your salary is the teaching. Mm. So, uh, unless you unless you're in one of these South Georgia places or these mount, monster schools, I mean your your salary is based on your teaching. Based on your teaching. So uh, I told him that. You know they kind of come up with some stuff that wasn't uh, directed with my degree about keeping me at. That really wasn't what I wanted to do. I got you. So uh, yeah, make a decision. Yeah, yeah. And so I ended up taking a job at Mount Zion Carroll, uh, and I was up there as the running backs coach. Unbelievable place. One of my mentors is there, David Thrower. I don't know if you know him. Uh, used to coach a troop back in the day. Uh, he's like a dad figure to me. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, unbelievable. I talked to him. ever talked to him right before I came in here. 
Uh, he's taught me so much about the game and just in general everything uh, in life. And uh, so I was up there with him for a year. Uh, him and Brad Gordon, great dudes. Justin Joyner, another good dude. Uh, we had a rough year that year, but we were changing the stuff around there. Like while I was there, you know, we brought in, you know, I, I'm a big swag guy. Okay. You know, you know, okay. I come from the Matt Napier. Crew, yeah, you know, so, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, you know what's up. Yeah. So I, uh, I, I, I brought in all these new Nike uniforms up there. We got, we talk them into getting brand new turf. They put in a new track at the field. We getting all this hype stuff, and uh, so we we'll go back. Let's go back to 18 first. When okay. I was at Cal, before I left Callaway, we had the Biggest signing class in the Easter Troop County. 21 kids. Uh, 21 kids signed to go to college. 21 uh, kids. 21 dog. kids. I think five of those guys were Division One. you know, a bunch of D2 guys. Yeah. The NAIA, some JUCO kids. But uh, I was proud of that, man. You know, that recruiting stuff's a game changer because it changes kids' lives. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's something that kind of drives me with that. So we do that. I take the job okay. Mount Zion. I go up there, uh, change the kind of culture there. We struggle. We go one and nine. We a lot of players, uh, but you know, I coach. I had a chance to coach some kids. Different type of place, you know. Every place I've been has been different. Uh, Mount Zion is a. Uh, if you ever been to the place, it's in the middle of nowhere. Like dog, I'm talking about. You know, people don't even. I used to call college coaches to come out here and see these kids. Yeah, they're like, how to get there? They go to Mount Zion's Jonesboro. Mm. I didn't even know it existed. Right, and you couldn't find it either. Like you, you put it in your navigation, wouldn't take you there. Uh, so. Uh, really cool place. But I signed uh, I signed five kids there. Uh, most kids in the history of the school. Uh, two of those guys were Division One kids. Uh, one signed with Illinois State. The other one signed with Arkansas Pine Bluff. Uh, so and during you know during that whole process of going one and nine that off season we was like man we got to change this. We mm. change this. You know? And we knew we had some kids back. We had a couple of OLs that were Division One kids. We had a bunch of kids transfer in from Carrollton and some of these places. Mm. Uh, so we do. We was about to be salty. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm fired up, man. I was all in. Best day job I've ever had. Really? Oh yeah, Mount Zion. That, that place. My teaching job there was unreal, man. Like, I got. I loved it. And uh, the, the clientele, the kids, they worked their butts off for you in the weight room. And uh, so about March, uh, you know, I'm all in. I, I be thinking <laughs> about moving to Carroll. Right. You know, hey, right. My family right. up there and right. everything. And here comes March. You know, Matt Napier tastes the great. He calls me about a week before he takes the job. People that don't know me, Matt Napier's one of my best friends. Yeah. Love that dude. I, and I'm not a in the coaching profession. Uh, this may sound it's it's gonna sound like I'm I'm very arrogant when I say this, but mm. I'm very I'm not loyal to a lot of people in coaching. Mm. I'm just not. Coaching's a business to me. Mm. You know, and I'm looking out for numero uno. Okay. You know, but but Matt Napier's on that very few that I'm loyal He's to. Loyal to, yeah. Yeah, because that that dude uh like I, I 110% believe in everything he do, did. He taught me a ton from an offensive standpoint. The dude's an offensive genius. Wow, uh, I mean, people don't realize how how genius this dude is. Like he don't, he, the dude don't have a playbook. Like it literally is in here. Woo. You know, like he's he's like that. And uh, so I, I love that dude. He's did a lot for me. But he calls me about a week before and said, you know, Grange Grange is talking to me about coming over as head coach. Like I ain't doing it. Dog. I ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I ain't coming back to Troop County. Right, right, right. And uh, so, because I, I just didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel comfortable down here. It wasn't a place that I felt comfortable out, even though uh, I had lived down here. And my wife works in the school system. My kids go to school down here. It's just like I didn't feel comfortable down here. So uh, he stays on me, stays on me. I turned him down three times. No, three times. And uh, I was like, man, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. 
And then, you know, Burton Thomas took the defense coordinator job. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Burton at the time. Burton got my number. He calls me. We start to develop a relationship. He's one of my really good friends now. I love that dude. Um, and they taught me into it. Taught me into it, man. So it took so it took four <laughs> times. So you yeah. killed so yeah. you killed the little saying said third time charm. So you killed that I out. I went there. past that. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. I said, no, you right. didn't get me back. Right. Right. And, and he, yeah, yeah. he throws it on like, you know, I ain't taking right. a job about right. you, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, so, you know, I kind of feel obligated. Yeah. And I knew what he's going to do. Yeah. I knew, like, that was never a question. It's on a matter of time type deal. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, people people don't understand LaGrange has dudes. Right. They never lost the dudes. Uh, they just kind of, they got, they got put in a really tough region. You know, Coach Gibbs, Coach Gibbs is a hell of a ball coach. Right. People don't give him enough credit either. Uh, he was a hell of a ball coach. He just, you know, I think when he took that job, I don't think he realized he's about to be put in there with Carterville. <laughs> right, guys. right, you right. Know, so he kind of got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, then you're going to, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, that's you're going to need too, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Every head coach got to have a team around. I ain't talking about the players. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the coaches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, them numbers got to be, no doubt. And I you think, know what I'm saying? Know, I think that, that hurt him a little yeah, bit. Yeah, most definitely. You know, he couldn't do it all by himself. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I knew when Matt got it, he was going to do an unbelievable job. And uh, so I was like, yeah, let me go ahead on for this ride. Right. I'll right. jump on the ride, you know, and I knew we'd kill it. And, you know, I'd be looking at probably a pretty big head coaching job down the road. Right. And because uh, people know LaGrange, no matter how – Bad they are, it doesn't matter. Lagrange is Lagrange. Lagrange is Lagrange. You no, know, and and I don't care. And it, this is going. This is probably going. It's going to piss some people off. I yeah. say this. Lagrange is king in this county. Right. It don't matter who wins state championships. <laughs> it don't matter right. what you do. They can go zero and ten. They still going to be the the, the bell of the ball. Right. 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 So, I feel that. Uh, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, go over there, man. We uh, the COVID stuff hits. Man. That was a, a interesting thing. We didn't do any spring. We didn't really get going with kids until the summer and late in the summer. At that, you know, we trying to develop relationships, with kids, figure out yeah. what we got, all this stuff. Uh, so it was crazy. Uh, we got a schedule together, all this stuff. Brought in and, and Matt brought in an unbelievable staff that year. You know, like you talking about with yeah. the coaches. I mean, you talking about, uh, you know, me and him and, and Burton Thomas, uh, Stephen Tuck coaching receivers, Stephen Tucks. I talk about Burst. He's the second best wide receiver coach I ever Really? Seen. Yeah. Him and Kareem donate. Both those dudes are unbelievable. But uh, I love Tuck. He's one of our really good friends. Uh, and then, you know, I had Thomas Cox, I think, was on that. Yeah, he was on that staff. He was uh, he's former head coach, coaching tight ends. Had uh, Coach Crocker, Coach Pleasance. Both those dudes coached with, with Pardue back in the day. Man, they were, yeah. Uh, you know, Ben Thrasher. Ben Thrasher's been a D.C. at multiple places, coaching secondary. I mean, we, we, had, a, we had a nice staff. Nice. Right. And uh, so we go out, you know, and, and LaGrange had zero expectations. I think, were they 0 and 10 the year before then? Or um, man, either, like I said, either 0 and 10 or 1 and 9. Yeah, it, yeah. Wasn't, it, it wasn't. So everybody thought we, we were crazy. You can't win there. You can't win there. We go out against Upson Lee and uh, almost won the game. You know, we lost, and but we competed. Yeah. And then after that, we kind of got on a roll. Oh, yes. You know, we, 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 we got to win, and, you know, I had Clay Gibbs, uh, another one of my Mount Rushmore guys. I love that kid, the, the – Oh, the hardest working kid I've ever mm. had. That kid is a grinder. Mm. Like you couldn't you couldn't stop him from working. Right. And uh so he was a unbelievable player. You know, he led four A and people people don't understand, like they look at his numbers last year and you know, he had seventeen yards, seventeen hundred yards, and he didn't play against nobody, blah, blah, blah. Dude, he played in seven games and had seventeen hundred yards. 
That's crazy. He can't help who he plays against. Right, so right. It's on the schedule. That's outrageous. You, you, you so, got to ride with the schedule. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, he that, that kid's a baller. You know, shout out to him. And, you know, he's starting his college career today. You know, he's at Air Force mm-hmm. uh, playing Division One football. Love that kid. He's going to do big things in life. Most definitely. Uh, but we have a really good year. We get hot. We go down, uh, you know, Carver thing. Uh, we play Carver good. I think we're tied with him at the half or we're leading at the half. They come out second half and they beat us. Then, you know, we had the whole incident happen with Trey Cole. Uh, last year was an unbelievable, crazy year. You talking about COVID. Uh, we all coming in, new staff. Um, you know, and then Trey, Trey passes away Man. in the car wreck. Uh, something that you don't, you know, I had never experienced as a coach before. And that was, uh, you know, I hope I don't ever have experience right. again. Uh, right. You know, all that happened. Uh, we had practice, and it's the week of troop. That were playing. I remember, man, bro. I remember, remember, because I came and did the motivational um, speech of the, of the Troop and Lagrange game. That's right. I remember the That's temperature. Right. I remember that, man. Like I, I remember how I knew you were either that game or you yeah, were before, yeah, but, the Troop uh, game. Because I remember coming in, you know, I'm like, wow, you talking about um, dealing with stuff. It was, man. You know, and and I had, and the crazy part is I had a relationship with Trey because Trey was at Callaway to begin with. Mm. And when we got to LaGrange, I guess he had transferred during that process before we got there. And so I had him at Callaway, too. I already had a relationship with him. Great kid, man. And then we ended up going to uh, – we come to LaGrange. He's there. We knew what we had. He was a great player. And I'll never forget that Thursday that uh, that all that happened. He had gotten in uh, – he had left his phone. We had a Thursday walk through practice. And uh, he had left his phone in class and – he come in late. He's like, Coach, Coach, I gotta go run and get my phone. I left in class. I said, right, you better not be late. I'm gonna bail if I'm gonna roll you at practice. Yeah. And uh, he comes five minutes late. So I got him at practice. I rolled him. I said, Trey, don't do that, man. Don't do that again, man. You know you can't be late. Said, yeah. I got you, Coach. I got yeah. you. And, I mean, I last seen him smiling face. Wow. Man, two hours it's later, tough. all that stuff happened. Yeah, it's tough, man. So uh, we, we that game got moved to Saturday. So we ended up playing troop on a Saturday with all that stuff going on. Yep. Uh, then on top of it, we had I think we had like seven starters out in that game now because of COVID. That, got hit on that too. So we go in against county rival, seven, seven, eight guys out, and uh, lose 14-7. Uh, we were clearly the better team. There was no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So we end up uh, – we beat Hardaway to get in uh, to the playoffs as the two seed. Yep, yep. And uh, we go in, play uh, New Hampshire first round, beat them. Play Perry in second round, and Perry, we knew watching on film, yeah, it was gonna be tough. You know, they were just they they were a little more seasoned than we were, and they created some issues for us. We went out there, played them hard, and they beat us. And they're a really good team. Last night, I think they beat Chris County, Dang. Uh, and they returned a lot of those guys. So uh, after that, uh, you know, we had the whole signing class for Lagrange. I signed, I think eight. Then I think we signed three Division One guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, really good class with that. Knew we had a lot of uh, stuff, really good stuff happening. We were young. Yeah. You know, LaGrange is young. People don't realize that. The, that Like, they're killing people this year. That LaGrange is really going to be salty next year. Really That's big dog. Year. That's the year. Woo! So, we knew that. And uh, so, I kind of get approached in all season by Jake Copeland. Mm-hmm. Jake Copeland, people don't know, he's a uh, – He's a former college coach, coach of Lenore Ryan, coach of Jacksonville. I had built a relationship with him uh, during recruiting, just doing college right, right. recruiting. And uh, me and him known each other for a while. He's actually from Noonan. Well, he had took the <clears throat> athletic director and head coaching job at Harris, uh, a little private school in Noonan. 
And uh, he calls me up, uh, wants me to come down there and check it out. <clears throat> and I'm like, man, you know, I ain't, I don't know right. about all this. Right. So uh, <clears throat> I go down, check it out, meet with him. He tours me on a place. He's like, a, it's like a recruiting visit. He's trying to get me to come up there. And uh, unbelievable, man. Like, I, I, I was blown away by the place. Uh, for people that haven't ever seen Heritage, uh, you need to. Like it's, that. It's, it's, it's the – Smallest playing Georgia high school, GHSA school. Uh, there's only 178 students in the school. Mm. High school, uh, you know, pre K through 12, I think it's like 470. Uh, but the place sets on like 70 acres in Coweta County in the middle of a pecan orchard. Mm. So it almost looks like the grove at Ole Miss. Okay. It looks just like it. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's really cool. The facilities are unbelievable. Um, and. Uh, I can't say enough about the place, man. It's, right. it's a really cool right. place. So I was blown away. And uh, he offers me, uh, you know, the co-OC job and coaching running backs, director of college football recruiting. Uh, and then on top of my classes, you know, private school, you don't teach as many classes. Right. You know, so I get my, you know, he shut throws me a number out there from a salary standpoint. And my money's about the same. Right. So you're like, oh, what? Right. I'm teaching half the class. Right, right. And I was thinking, man, oh, this got me thinking. You know? Yeah. So, you know, I go home, talk to my wife, and I ended up making that move, you know. Uh, that was a tough decision. People people don't, you know, I've always felt like every I bounced around a lot in my coaching career. Yeah. But I also feel like I've upgraded everywhere I've went mm. in some type of aspect. Uh. You know? Not necessarily from a football aspect, going from LaGrange to Heritage, but uh, I think the – the, my job aspect, I think, was better. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the uh, coaching thing, I seen a lot of potential there. I like you know, it. Our, the, our head of school there, uh, Kristen Skelly, is unbelievable. Uh, she gives us, you know, all the resources we need to be successful. She gave us, uh, you know, the spots to, to hire coaches we wanted. Yeah. Uh, you know, she's uh, she just, I mean, she's facility upgrades. She all there. in this thing, Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. I mean, she's, she's like, look, you know, I don't care what you do when. You know, and that's what you want from, yeah. a, from a, you know, an administrator. So, uh, she did that. And uh, so, we went out. We hired unbelievable coaching staff. You know, Ed Williams is the other co-OC with me. He came from Pace Academy. Uh, he's the one that coached Andrew Thomas, Jamari Sawyer, all Man. those guys. He's their mentor. Coached at Calhoun, won a state championship at Calhoun. Uh, unbelievable ball coach. He coaches our OL, too. Uh, and went out and hired Jake Jenkins, coaching quarterbacks. He's a, a – Got a long time coach in South Carolina. He's been an OC at multiple places. He's a, he's a hell of a ball coach. Uh, coach Copeland coaches our defense, and he's a he's a great defensive mind, young guy. Uh, and then hire Keyshawn Freeman, coach Keyshawn, man, that's yeah, my, that's my guy. You know, um, uh, unbelievable person, man. That dude's uh, like you know one of the greatest people you'll meet. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we got him, and he's he's working at the school in in the job. Uh, he coaches our linebackers. He's actually our head middle school coach. Mm. The crazy part is with Heritage, all their – you don't really have a JV, but you have – so your middle school and varsity are all together. You know, so we all coach the middle school and we coach the varsity. Mm. So you kind of get it. But you get all those kids. They got developmental football, fourth, fifth grade, all that stuff. So you got all these kids all the way up from their little. Right. You know, so it's it's really cool. You develop those guys. They know your system. So Keyshawn runs the whole middle school deal and – uh, Trevor Henson coaches our D line. He was a college coach at Huntington College. Really good, really good ball coach. So I mean, we we got uh, we got a heck of a staff, and we got players, man. People don't realize we got twenty nine guys on the roster. Okay, uh, and we probably got we got our our center is committed to Western Kentucky. 
really good player, Wyatt Anderson. He's 6'3", 285 pounds. Uh, and then we got um, we got a running back, man. And I got a running back up here that has the potential to be one of the most special players I've ever coached. Really? And he and, – but he and he's so raw, man. And, and me saying that, some of the guys I've coached, that's a big statement. Mm. Uh, so, man, he's 6'3", 250 pounds. At running back, and he's running, running back. and he's running a low four seven, oh. two fifty. I mean, he looks like Derrick Henry. Really, he's pretty now, uh, and and he plays hard. Great player. Uh, he's got a lot of Division one stuff going on. Uh, we got a wide receiver transfer in from Stars Mill, six four hundred ninety pounds. Mm. Freak show. He's a Division one cat. Uh, we got another receiver, six five hundred eighty pounds, came from McIntosh. Unbelievable player. So you know, those are just senior guys. Uh, Hugh Barbie, our quarterback. Came from Flint River, uh, had you know zero going on. I don't know how because I mean his film unbelievable. Man, and uh, he first day he comes over to Heritage, he pops off from Florida International, just like that. You know, so uh, I mean he's an unbelievable player. He's another Division One kid. So we got those type of kids. Yeah, the problem is you just don't have depth. You know, mm. Last year, your issue you run into with hopefully we can fix in the future, uh, and we just got um, you got to figure out how to steal reps on special teams. You got to be able to. Uh, so a lot of guys got to play both ways. Got to play both ways, yeah. So, I mean, we got, you know, I think five guys that pretty much play all night, and it's mostly our guys. Okay. Um, and we got some really talented juniors, too. Jacob Miles, baby. Juice. Yeah. Juice. Shout out to Big Juice. You know, I think, you know, he played his first two years at Callaway. Uh, came up here, and uh, he's a, a, a beast, man. That's he what's up. He can't block the dude. Uh, he's got ball skills. I mean, he's a legit 6'1 and a half, 250 pounds. He's hard edge. Mm. Like, you know, he, mm. he brings this type of physicality that kids at Heritage aren't used to. Okay. You know, like they they're not used to that. I mean, he's been at Callaway and those play that place is tough at practice and he's had to survive. Yeah. You know, he comes up there and like these kids don't get it. They're probably like, what the word going yeah, on? Yeah. yeah. You know, and he gets in some of these games and you just can't you can't block him. Yeah. And uh we got the number one kicker in the state for next year. Mm. Uh Mac Miko, he's a I mean, he can boom it. He's I mean, he's money from fifty. Really? Money. Best, See, that's best important. Kicker, best kicker that's, I've ever had. That's important, that big dog. Them. Yeah. And the crazy part, he's not just a kicker. Like, he, he starts at free safety. Well, yeah, he'll stroke you, too. Now. Really? Yeah, he's just a good athlete. <sighs> and uh, so, yeah, we got – and, you know, we're bringing in – our middle school team is loaded. Uh, we'll probably win the championship, I think, in middle school. Um, we're big up front. I mean, we got some good young kids. So, it's coming. Yeah. You know, we got it's, some, it's part of that process. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the there we got facility upgrades that are coming, man. I'm And – we got a hundred yard indoor. It is in the in the uh, what? production. Yeah, oh y'all finna sixty. Oh y'all about to set that bar high though. Oh yeah yeah yeah. We ain't got the sixties like some of these other people. Man. We yeah, y'all got a hundred. We going a hundred. <laughs> and uh, so you know that'll be it. That's in the works. That'll be done in the next five years. Um, you know, hopefully turf field within the next five years. They're expanding the weight room, uh, coaching offices, field house, new locker rooms, new track. I mean it's. Wow, Zers. Man, I love it, man. So, I love uh, it, man. So, you know, I think I think it, it's going to be one of the premier programs in, in private schools in Georgia in the next five years. Mm. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, and we got some other things in the works that's going to be game changing. Yeah. I don't want to say right now. Yeah. But, you know, when that goes down, uh, that's going to be uh, big. Gonna be big. Yeah. I can't wait to hear you. But, Big Dog, man, listen, I want to tap into recruiting, man. You know, so I know you, you know, you know I want to talk about the process of recruiting. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I know over the years, man, you like you said earlier, man, you have a impact a whole lot of schools in terms of college recruiting, man. So first of all, 
man, let's talk about um, relationships. Because it takes yep. relationships. Yep. You, know, you know what I mean? How did you first build that, though? Man, it's crazy. So I, I pretty much had to teach myself how to do this. Okay. You know, I kind of seen a lot of this stuff going on, and I'm like, eh, you know, let's see if I can figure this stuff out. And, I mean, I didn't reach out to nobody. I didn't know who to reach out to, to it. Yeah. So, uh so I think it was like 2015, I started playing around with it. And uh, I got a Twitter at that time. That was when Twitter was just starting to kind of really. Yeah. And uh, I just started following a bunch of coaches. You know, and at that time, there was no blockage on Twitter. So you could just straight direct message them. Yeah. And they it went straight to the phone like a text. Mm. So, uh, I, you know, I'd ask them, you know, for their for their cell numbers. Like, can I get you email, your cell number, all that stuff? And, and I said, yeah. And it, it just, it kind of snowballed from there to me building this these relationships and this clientele to where at this point right now, I have every I have a cell phone contact to every single Division One school in the country. Mm. Every one of them. I'm talking about from UCLA to North Dakota State yeah. to Eastern Washington all the way down to here to Florida, Miami, Georgia. Right. You know, so uh, I did that, and I just kind of did it on my own and, you know, started building relationships. And, look, college recruiting is all about having players. If you ain't got the players, you know, you, you can't – you can't build those relationships. Right. And so you, I end up going to Callaway. Um, and when I went to Callaway, they had a bunch of players nobody knew about. Right. Because I, I, I didn't feel like it was being done right at the time. So, um, you know, I go in there. and But they had had enough huge guys that people knew who Callaway was. Right, right. So I go in there, man, and these coaches start coming in in the spring and seeing these dudes. and It right. just snowballed. Yeah. You know, and I had then Tank comes along, and Tank just takes it to a whole nother level. Because he's a national guy. Right. Keandre Jones was there, right. national guy. Uh, Tate Johnson comes down. He's a national guy. Uh, Jacob Freeman was a national. Braylon Sanders. So, you know, all that turns into you just getting numbers and you building relationships with these guys. And, I mean, I got – there's probably 25, 30 major college coaches that, you know, I talk to once a week. I have unbelievable relationships with. Mm. You know, that I some of them that will almost trust me so much that I send a kid to them. They like I don't even need to see his film. He's an offer guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's almost to that standpoint. So uh, it is. I mean, I kind of did it on my own and and built it up. And uh, I think other than Kenyatta Watson, who's, who's my guy now, he's now you know he was at Grayson for a long time doing recruiting. Uh, and he's now oh he went took a college job at Florida State. He's at Florida State doing some uh, pro liaison stuff. And uh, besides him, I signed more kids in the state of Georgia the last five years than anybody. Really, from a number standpoint. So. And he was doing it now. And Kenyatta, I mean, he's the best edit there he is. Now. He can go. Nobody touches him. But he was doing it at Grayson, though. I was doing it at Callaway. It's a difference now. Yeah. So, you know, you're talking about a, a school with eight, 900 kids. He was doing it one with 3,000 kids. Mm. But um, so, you know, I was uh, – I, I killed it from that aspect. And, and uh, you know, it's it's a big program thing. Cause when you when you sign kids like that, well, then kids want to play for you. In a day. You know, it, it's, it has nothing to do with – well, you recruiting kids or, or you know, everybody thinks that these kids transfer because somebody's recruiting them. That's not true. No. It, you know, there's some that do. Right. That's not true. Like, when you do stuff right, they come. Right. You know, so, right, right. Uh, you know, a lot of that happened. and uh, So, so look, look, let me ask you this, though, man. So, you know, I know Division One athletes, man, you know, you know, a lot of times, man, they are, uh, they kind of sell themselves. The big, the big, the, the big national guy. But, man, for you to... Uh, do 21 kids. Mm-hmm. Man, let's talk about that process of the smaller schools. Yeah. Because, because, again, man, you know, of course everybody want to go D1. It's everybody's dream. Yeah. But I'm saying, man, but how did you know, you know, what kid 
it's on one level. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's it, you gotta, you gotta. Have and look though, but tell me that conversation you had with a parent though. Oh yeah, yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have an eye for, and I think I'm pretty good at that. You gotta have an eye at, at what level kids play. Mm -hmm. You gotta be honest, you know, it's, yeah. it is what it is. Now, me personally, I'm a Division One guy. Mm. Like I think, I think that if your kid can play Division One. If I can't sign in Division One, he ain't D one. Right. Because I, I can get you there. Right. If you're really there. Right. So uh, you know, everybody says this whole uh, you know, all these other schools are, are better and all this type of stuff. Well, you know, if the kid's D one, he needs to go D one. Bottom line. And you don't need to undersign kids. There's a ton of schools that undersign kids. Mm. I mean it and it may, you know, I'm not gonna speak no names, I ain't gonna do anything like that, but uh, you know, it's it's sad to me when there's a kid that's a division one kid and he ends up signing at a D two school. Mm. That's sad. Especially if he got grades and qualified. Yeah. You know, and uh, because you did, you didn't, you did that kid an injustice. Mm. Yeah, you know, so uh, so I'm big on that stuff. Uh, you know, and having ha being able to have the eye for it, the big the big kids too. You know, to kind of go back off back on your yeah. conversation a little bit, the big kids don't sell themselves like you think. Mm. They really don't. Like all this type of stuff, people will tell you this, man. Uh, you know, they'll find you if you're good. They'll find you. Mm -hmm. no. That ain't true. Mm -hmm. No, there's so many kids fall through the cracks. Right. Coaches don't do their job. Mm. It's all about coaches doing their job. Like, coaches have to do something. If you don't do nothing, they ain't going to find you. Right. These coaches got a gazillion kids in the country. They're getting, they getting emails about If For you to get that kid on that level, you got to push him. Well, you said something then. Yeah. You got to you got to get your name in front of those guys. And that's one thing I do. I'm persistent, man. All of you, you talk to any college coach. Hey, Look, yeah. You talk to any college coach, and they talk to Matt Neighbors, they be like, God, Matt Neighbors talks to me more than my wife. <laughs> right, so right, like, right. Like, hey, you got to wear those guys out. It's constant. And, uh, you know, the smaller school guys are a lot of a challenge because then you throw into the, the grade standpoint of it. Though, you know, is he, is he a Division two type of guy? Uh, but he might not qualify D2. Mm. He might need to go in AI. Would he be better off going JUCO if he's got Division one talent, go a couple years and then transfer up? So you got to kind of determine that, and you kind of lay that out with the parents. You know, I'm I'd always have a recruiting meeting before uh, before the season and after season with parents. I, it'd be just us, me, their child, and them. And I'd lay it out on board like this: your GPA, this your ACT. I can't control that. Right, that's on you. That's on yeah. All right, so you got to give me what to work for. I work for you though. I'm your I'm I'm like your agent. Mm. Okay, so you got but you got to give me what to work with. And uh, so I'll lay that out, and, and we kind of lay out what his options are, and we kind of go from there. And I'll be honest with him. Like, I've had kids that are really – I'll use one for example. Okay. Keyshawn Cameron. Okay. Remember Keyshawn Cameron. Yeah. You know, he played center for us at uh, Callaway. One of the best offensive linemen I've ever had. I mean, he was good. And – but he was a tad short. Mm. You know, I mean, he's he's six foot, three hundred. 10 pounds, film's unreal, uh, but he's a tad short. And I could, you ain't going to get nobody taking him six foot or whatever. Right, right. You just ain't. And uh, But I told him, I was like, look, I said, I think if you go to a JUCO, let's do the JUCO route. And, you know, if you kill it at that JUCO, some D1 might take a shot on you, mm -hmm. just cause, even though you are short. So he did. He ended up going to JUCO route. And uh, but you know that's the type of those, one of the type of things you just got to be honest. One of those conversations you got to have. No matter how good you are, college football is all about metrics. You'll see a lot of guys. Uh, I've signed guys that are six five, hundred eighty, hundred ninety, you know, or three hundred pounds, whatever. 
And they got no business playing at Division One. But them schools will take it. But they got their size, yeah, though. Yeah, because they think high school coaches are idiots. Right. They be like, I fixed it. Right. You know, right. So, uh, right. But it's uh, um, that's what it is. It's all about metrics. That's the number one thing you got to have. If you mm-hmm. ain't got metrics, you're going to have to fall. Mm. You know, so. Uh, but it is. You just got to have an eye for that stuff. Be honest with parents. Parents parents aren't bad. Parents are bad when you don't communicate. Mm. When you don't communicate and you aren't honest with them about their kids, that's when stuff happens. That's when stuff yeah, you get a little shaky. That's a lot of problem with coaches, man. Coaches don't want to talk to these parents. They don't want to be honest with them. It ain't, it, it, look, if that's your child, you want somebody to talk to you. Right. So, look, big dog, let me ask this, man. You know what I mean? Because people always ask me this on, on, on every sport, man. You know what I mean? They ask me. Who job is it? I'm going to get your input on this. Who job? I mean, but you do a darn good job. It might be a tough question to ask you because uh, you're going to be a little, little scaled a little bit. But anyway, man, who job is it to get the kid recruited? Is it the coaches or is it the parents? Oh, it's the coaches. No doubt. No, it's not. There's nothing. Now, here's the one thing you need parents to do. Okay. If parents have to. When If the coach is doing it right, and I think I do it, do it really well, all right, if they're doing it right, uh, the parent, the coach communicates with the parent. Like, look, I need you to take him here, 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 here. Make sure you get that done for me. I handle the rest. And or if you want to go somewhere, come to me. Let's get it done. Or if I get you uh, this so and so offer, you need to go here. You know, that's all I need them to do. Yeah, I just need you to take them there. Right. You know. And now I now I personally don't think it's the coach's job to take them. I don't think that. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of okay. you know, a lot of them think, oh, you know, parent. Well, look, man, if, if the coach is doing it right, and he worked his butt off and got you that. Mm-hmm. That's a free ride, right? You gotta take your take your right. kid <laughs> Put the gas in that car. You take yeah. it. Yeah. So uh-uh. you know, I, I think feel that's, that. But no, get, getting the kids the offer. That's the coach. Mm. Like if the coach has to, do, like that's who they go through. Like a lot of parents think that you know they can email and they can send all this stuff to coaches. Man, coaches don't listen to parents. They, even gonna they, they don't even because they're gonna stuff. think it's biased, right? Yeah, they don't even look at that stuff. So you got to have the coach sign off on it, and if the coach is doing it right, he's pushing it. It's it is their responsibility, and there's, uh, I mean, it's sad. There's probably 70 percent of high schools in the state of Georgia that don't do it right. That sucks, man. Don't do it right. Yeah, I mean, it it is sad. There's a lot of them around here that don't do but, it. But right. but so I'm, I'm asking you though, man. You know, I mean, do you think that? Okay, it's slightly different though. Hmm. Now can schools? I mean, I mean, you wouldn't know this part. Can school afford to hire just a recruiting coordinator? No, but they can. They can give it to a guy on staff. You know, there's. I mean, they're like, well, me. That's not just what I do, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's part I'm a, of what you do. Yeah, I'm a football coach. That's just added to me, mm. you know, because I want to do it. But you got to find somebody on staff that does that. Like that's their job, mm-hmm. and that's on you as a whoever the head coach is. That's on him to do that, right? You know, that's a, in 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 day in today's day and age of high school football. If you don't do that, I don't want to hear you complaining when your kids transfer. Mm. You know, because that's why they're transferring. Mm. Man, kids want to look. There's three things kids want. High school kids want. And I'll tell you, it, it's always been this. High school kids want. Uh, they want to play at nice facilities. Yep. They want to wear the nicest gear. Yep. And they want to go to college. Bye if bye. you can do those three things, you ain't gonna have no problem. You're never gonna lose kids. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna win. Yeah. It ain't hard. Yeah. It ain't rocket science. Yeah. Man. So yeah. uh you okay. know, but I mean these coaches, some a lot of coaches that don't do it right are is because they're old school. Mm. And and because they hadn't adapted to the times. To the times. I mean, now you know, ninety five percent of the guys that uh the young coaches that are now like young head coaches. 
Uh, I mean, they do it right because they, you know, they understand. Where we at now? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's these old head guys. I mean, they just don't, they don't, or they don't want to, they don't want to fool with it. Mm. Or also they'll pawn it off on somebody that don't have a clue and they hadn't trained them up right. So then it's just a snowball oh, man. of uh, just terrible trash. Yeah. You know? So, yo, so what had changed, man, in, in, in high school sports, in your opinion? Uh, yeah, ooh, man, definitely high school, uh, high school recruiting, man. It is, it is, uh, like the, the you know, going to college, that yeah. type of recruitment. That, it, it has changed the whole game because it's social media. Yeah, everybody hit on, so yeah. talk, talking about social, social media. Social media has changed it to where, you know, it, you gotta be producing, you gotta be putting these kids out, all this type of stuff, and, and if you don't, well, then it snowballs into the next thing. That is kids transferring to high school. Mm. You know, so it's a snowball effect. If it's not done right, you're not getting those kids exposed. And there's look now, and there are some instances where some parents are just unrealistic. Right, right. You know, they right. don't want the kids to get recruited and their kids couldn't. I mean, they just can't. Can't, can't chew what is that, chew gum and uh yeah, whatever that's saying is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And walk something like yeah, that. Yeah, they just can't, they're not good yeah. football players. They're not that or they might have been good when they were eight and nine. Right. They just they still are in that mindset. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some guys it's like that. You gotta be honest with those parents. But yeah, social media is what's changed the game of recruiting. I mean, like Twitter, Instagram, uh, you know, even Facebook's gotten out there some, but it's mostly on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you don't and I'm I know this, I've I was one of the first people that started a Twitter recruiting account. Mm. I did that at Callaway when I first started in 16. So, uh, and I was one of the first people to do it. Now everybody's got it, mm. you know, because they kind of piggyback off that stuff. And it's a it's a platform that every college coach is on. Okay. That you can push. Put your kid on there, and you tag all these other people, and it gets to them. It gets to them, yeah. You know, right there, without you even having to do, you still got to do your texts, your calls, right. your all this stuff. But this gives you something else. And the community sees that you're working. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, you know, now, there are some places now that'll do all that stuff and they mask and all this stuff to show the community, I'm doing this for the right. kids. Right. They ain't doing nothing over here. Yeah, yeah. They ain't doing that battle to the other end. No, they ain't doing the, the important part. But, uh, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of people doing it really good on social media right now. You good. Know, a lot good. of uh, schools that really do a good job. I, I think, you know, Matt's doing killing it at yeah. Your social media is off chain. You five, which I started that, by the way, too. You like, did. Big Blue Recruits. You so, did start that. Uh, I do remember that. So, you know, I started that whole deal, and, and he's in, I think, I don't know who's took it over, whether it's him. I think Burton's doing it now, Coach Thomas, but uh, they do an unbelievable job, man. You're talking about pumping out graphics, yeah. videos. Yeah. And, dude, that, they are doing it to a level that even uh, you know, I had never thought of. Wow. They, like, I think Bert, Burton has a real good uh, vision of, uh, with graphics and uh, you know videos and all that stuff to make it like a college, you know, and, and that's where they took it to the next level. Uh, and now everybody's picking back off. Mm. People see that, and you see them doing. You see them it. doing so, it. So I mean, it's a uh, it's a rat race, man. Everybody wants to do what everybody else wants to do. Right, you know? right, right, right. Reputation is the biggest form of flattery. Buddy. You already Flat- know. You already yeah. know, man. So, so big dog, listen, man. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a question about. You know what I'm saying? You're coaching at, at, at a, a heritage. You know what I'm saying? When dealing with um, you know, you know, smaller schools, man, you know what I mean? Same thing you said earlier. You got kids that got to go um, both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Man, how do you deal with a kid who you know is in the position he's not going to play college in, but you need him at that position? Yeah, yeah I'm, I got a kid like that. So right how now. you deal with that? Uh, our quarterback. I mean, our quarterback's 5'9", a 
180 pounds and can fly. Well, he ain't gonna play quarterback in college. Right. You know, he's a slot receiver, free safety. And it's all about those relationships mm-hmm. you have, those coaches. So, so I'm free though. Yeah, yeah, what about to say? Yeah. From a recruiting standpoint, how you do yeah, with that? Yeah, it's all about relationships with those coaches. They know, uh, which I mean, with us being small, he still gets some reps on defense, you can kind of see. And I've got him to some camps to where they seen him backpedal, they seen mm. him got ball skills. Uh, but uh, it's all about relationships. Like, them, I mean, these college coaches know what I got. Yeah. You know, they know when I send you a guy, it's a guy. Right. You know, and if I tell you, if I send you a text, I'm wearing you out about a guy, he's a dude. So, you know, they don't question me. Mm. You know, so, um, so it is what, I mean, people, like, that's the thing. When, you, when your kid plays for me, uh, He's gonna go college. He go, yeah, he's gonna play football. Right, he right, play right. Football. As long as he taking his other stuff. Yeah, even if he don't take care of those stuff, he going he's somewhere. somewhere. He's somewhere he going. Yeah, he might be playing JUCO somewhere right. in the middle of nowhere. Right, like, he playing right. somewhere. Right, right. Uh, so because I got something for everybody. Like and it's all about your clientele too. Like you got to know what you got. Like when I was at Lagrange, I never hardly dealt with Division three Ivy League schools. It was all if you're not a D one guy. Probably gonna have to go Jugo mm-hmm. because you just ain't gonna have the grades to get anywhere else. You know, right, it's a great thing. Um, well, I go up to Heritage. Shh, dog, I ain't gonna have no D two guys. I ain't got like they're if they're not D one, they go in Ivy League. Mm. Like everybody up there is a four point to thirty ACT. Uh. So and I so I mean I don't ne- I probably won't ever deal with JUCOs again. I'll never probably deal with D twos again. Um, uh, so, you know what I mean? Because they grades that. Yeah, so I end up having to. Uh, where, where from a D three standpoint, I was pretty much dealing with your local guys, your Lagranges, your Berries, uh, Huntington's, all these around this area, just to k- keep them close. Uh, where now I had to branch out. I had to bring up my D three clientele, mm. get all these Ivy League schools, get uh, you know some of these like a Johns Hopkins, places like that. Yeah, uh, to where because they they're more education first. Yeah, I won't go play in college. Right, right. Man, I gotta get my. I, gotta get, I won't. I won't be a doctor, or lawyer, yeah. all this type of stuff. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it's just all about what you got. I dig that. I dig that. So yo, big dog. Listen, man. I sure appreciate you coming on, man. Just you know, what I mean, um, you know, dropping them gems, dog. But listen, man. You know, at the end of every show, man, I get everybody. You get a uh, little. I'm giving you a little time to think about this. Okay. You know, I'm gonna get everybody the opportunity, man, to leave. The people with something, something positive, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you got something positive to lead to the listener, to the viewers, man, what would it be, big dog? Oh man. Uh let's see. Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two things. Okay. All right. Uh parents, mm. you know, please make sure your kids are in good hands. Yeah. Especially if he's a good football player. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, man, if 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 you know that kid's a good football player, make sure he's in good hands. Yeah. Uh, because that's his future. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. You cannot uh, wind that thing back. You ain't getting that back. So uh, uh, I want them to know that. And then uh, for me, man, like, look, uh, people be on the lookout. Yeah. Heritage School. Baby. It's coming, baby. Remember, remember that. Yeah. Right, Y'all heard it first on Kane uh, said. Game changer, baby. It's about to happen. Ain't going to say nothing with a couple, you know, we'll know something yeah. in a couple months. But a lot of stuff's been to go down, and this place is about to be unreal, man. It's going to be really? one of the, it will be one of the premier private schools in the state. Years. And yeah. I'll tell you this. Give it bad to me. neighbors will never go back to public school, man. I'm a private school guy, baby. Really? Oh, dog. Really? I, I'd never leave, man. I wish I'd have did it. I wish I did it from the start. Really? Yeah. It's different, different atmosphere, man. Like you, it's just it, it, from overall, you work, you football, everything. Yeah, different. No, that's where it's at, though. 
Hey, where it's at. Real talk. That public school, that ain't it, baby. That ain't for me. <laughs> they know that, that private. Me. That private you. I'm a private guy. Man, that was up. So, yo, hey, look, plug your social media, man. Yeah, you know man, I mean? y'all check. You know, check. You can get me out on uh, Twitter. I'm uh, at Coach underscore Neighbors. Uh, that's my personal account. Uh, you know, it's it's private, but you can send me a request. I'll follow you back. Uh, and then, you know, check out um, Heritage's uh, football Twitter, man, at uh, capital T-H-S underscore football. Um, you know, we're we trying to do it big right there, getting that thing started. Uh, uh, so go check that out. Check some of our kids out. We got some ballers out there, man, that, you know, that are as good as anybody around this yeah. area. So, uh, you know, check them out and, you know, keep up with us, man, because we on the rise. We yeah. The rise, Yo, listen, I'm going to pull up one day, man. So Hollywood, better, dog. listen. I want you to do a pregame speech. When can I get that? Man, man holler at me. Let me know, uh, baby. Uh, hey, hey, listen. We, we got Bowden this week. I might call you in for that. I, man, need some, I need some heat this week. Man, listen, man. Holler at me. Also, I'm going to bring the fat head. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? For the student to get turned up, oh, man. man. So Student session at Harris off chain. Dog. Really? Yeah, you I got need it. that, man. So holler at whoever need to holler and say, yo, can Kane said pull up. He won't bring the fat head. We were going to the max. Let's do it, buddy. Sounds good, That's big dog. Man, appreciate it, big yes, homie. Sir, baby. Appreciate, you. appreciate you. Yo, everybody, again, man, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Got my boy neighbors in the house, man. Yeah. Y'all get ready to check him out, man. Some big things about to happen, baby. Y'all know what it is. Kane said, zip him up, baby. <laughs>